It's like the bend and snap. It really is. It really is. It's the honk it's and like clap. It's the Midwest version. The Midwest version of the, of the bend and snap. Oh, I'm Michael. And I'm Tessa. And this is Civically Speaking. Welcome, everybody. It's uh, episode eight. Eight. Thank you, Caroline, yeah. for putting it at the top of the page because now Ocho. I will know what episode it is. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> also, your girl got a microphone. She does. Yeah. So now we can hear her loud and clear. I hope we give you reason to cackle today because that's really mm, my that's favorite a, thing oh that you do. That's a good one. Oh, God. Maybe we'll get you to cackle today, too. <laughs> or honk and clap. That's and what clap. I do. The honk and clap. <laughs> It is. So it's a new week here at the Civic Theater. Yet another week in our, our endless summer of camping and Yes, I walked shows. into kids singing, we are the champions. champions. I don't know what that I, means, I, but I, that's what I they were heard, doing in the lobby. I heard that what? and I'm not sure. Champions. I think this is a, also a Jacob Schilling thing. So Yes, I yes. think it was one of the, counsel- Jacob Schilling, one of our counselors. Yeah, yes. yeah. So it is also the final week of the Tour de France. And those, those of you who have been listening know that I'm a huge Huge fan of cycling in general and of the Tour de France. It's a really exciting week because on Monday, an American won the stage. Mm -hmm. It's the first American to win a stage at the Tour de France in 10 years. Now, he doesn't sound like an American because his name is Sepp Kuss. S E P P K U S S. But he is an American. He's trying to say. What's up? Sepp Kuss. Sepp Kuss. Sepp, Sepp, it's true. It does sound In like, like that. In like Danish. Sepp Kuss, also known as the Durango Kid. He's from Durango, Colorado. Wow. Hmm. And um, yeah, he's uh, he's on the Jumbo Visma team. I love these names. I love all these <laughs> That's European. That's one of my and, favorite parts you know, about it. Is, is all these. And some, I mean, again, the, the names of some of these people. Sepp Kuss is, you know, fun, but not even remotely. It's not... Bauke Malama, he won on like the, at the end of last week. Yeah. You know, that's a good name too. Yeah. Sepp Kuss also sounds like a food. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. But Sepp's dad, Dolph, Dolph Kuss. Uh, oh my I God. know. I know. He was a, he's been a coach for U.S. Olympic ski teams. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Dolph Kuss. Dolph Kuss. What if he ever got cast in Sound of Music and played Rolf? Rolf? Dolph plays Rolf. Rolf. We are the only theater podcast that is talking about this. I just want to say that. That We are the only ones. So anyway, there's a couple more big mountain stages left and then a couple of, you know, sort of relaxing days. By the time we talk to you next, they will have finished the Tour de France on the Champs-Élysées. And, you know, at least one of the things will have been largely restored in this weird world that we live in. That will happen with people there yeah. to watch it happen. Yeah, unlike the Olympics. That's going to be weird. That's so weird. No people. No people. Yeah. I'm That's trying to figure out. I mean, it's my wife Marnie and I were talking about this. You know, it's it's a you know it's just strictly a television a television event now, I guess. But that mm-hmm. just seems like the whole parade of nations at the opening ceremonies with nobody there. Yeah, it's very. It'll be very strange. We got audiences around here this we summer. We do. We do have audiences yeah. around here. If you haven't caught that in previous podcasts or other announcements we've made as mm-hmm. of July 1st, full capacity, no restrictions here at the Center for the Performing That's Arts right. and at Booth Tarkenton Civic Theater. If you're not vaccinated, we highly recommend you still wear a mask and keep your distance from people, but um, there are no restrictions per se. That is um, correct. And we intend to have a full, full house. house. Yeah. Yes. And our cast will be 
almost 100% vaccinated in our crew and our orchestra and everything. So we're, yep. we're as safe as we can possibly be here at the Civic Theater. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've been wearing masks within rehearsals, but they'll slowly be coming off. It's very eee. exciting. Eee. All right. So this, the strange voice you're hearing is that, <laughs> is that of uh, <laughs> National Treasure and Beck. <laughs> Lovely Suzanne Fleener pegged that name, and man, is it stuck. There are worse things you could be called. Yeah. I'm just from Buffalo, National Indiana. Treasure. And yet. <laughs> Buffalo, Indiana. You I do Buffalo, that all Indiana. the time. I'm from Buffalo, New York. There is a Buffalo, Indiana. I know there is. There's like four different, bu- five different Buffalo. Buffalo, Indiana is where the honk and clap came from. That is not to, not to <laughs> be confused not with where the New Buffalo, <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> and there it there is. There it is. There it is. The honk yep. and clap. No, yeah, I'm just from Buffalo, but somehow she deemed me the national treasure. I don't know how. So Anne is the Young Artist Program Coordinator here at Civic Correct. Theater. Correct. What else do you do with your time in the world, Anne Beck? Oh, what else do I do besides be at Civic Theater? Um, I direct and choreograph here as well. I also am an associate teaching professor at Ball State University. I teach both in the theater world, the musical theater kids, as well as all of the dance majors. So kind of the BFA musical theater and BFA dance majors as well. Um, And I'm kind of the liaison in the faculty between the two. So I am quite busy with every time we have auditions or incoming auditions and things like that, or auditions from the kids that are there for the shows of the season. Um, So that will all be something that I'll be taking on. So it's a busy, exciting life up at the Ball State. I also have been on staff for Yuletide with the ISO, the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra, um, for years. I've lost count, but I helped choreograph that, and I've also been a performer in that. And then I work with a lot of the area high schools, too, with either you know, show doctoring their show choirs or choreographing their musicals. I've choreographed for Zionsville and Brebuff. I work with Center Grove a lot. I've worked with Fishers High School. So it kind of pegs into our young artist program quite quite nicely because I get to know a lot of the kids in the area that way and can introduce them to Civic, which has been great. When do you sleep? <laughs> well, I have to prep too. I have to prep classes and prep choreography and I'm really good at that. Like, the hours that, of the that was night. not an answer to the question. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, like two to six. Okay. I also do hot yoga. Sure. So I get up and do hot yoga every morning and class starts at 6 a.m. Right. So weekends? Wow. Saturdays? Weekends? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, Saturdays are a big sleep day. There are Saturday shows, though. I know. Not yet, though. Not yeah. yet. Soon. I get to sleep until July 24th when we're in the theater on our Saturday rehearsal. Well. Seeing as how you're a national treasure, <laughs> I need you to take a little better care of yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. So how did you get involved with Civic in the first place? What got you here? I had mutual friends, Travis Jensen and Susan Jensen, that introduced me to Michael Lasley years ago. And so I kind of found my niche just coming through them and through Brent Marty and a little bit from Ron Morgan back in the day. And then, yeah, so I came, my very first show was Little Shop of Horrors. I choreographed and Brent directed, and that was at Marion University. And the rest is history. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it is history. A lot of it. I think that was 2006. 
It was 2006. The spring, I think, of 2006, maybe. Fall. Fall? fall. Yeah. Because we were supposed to do... Then it wasn't 06. Because I moved here October 15th of 2006. Then it was 07. Because what happened was we originally had scheduled to do Little Shop of Horrors. And then I think we got the rights pulled for some weird reason because Mm -hmm. of a tour or something. Or a Broadway production. And that's how we wound up doing Little Women the first time. That was the fall of 2006. And so, yeah, it was a year later that we did. Gotcha. Yeah, that was a great... I mean, some of my dearest friends today are still from that show yeah. Mark Fishback and Michaela Kaharchik yeah and then recently in Pride and Prejudice Jennifer Sims came oh, yeah, back Jennifer, she was from yeah. that she was one of our urchins so yep. Angie Manlove like it was great it was a fantastic cast it was it was yeah. it was a really fun it show it was a, that's a fun amazing show. introduction to civic theater that's for sure fun fun show I still remember we used to show. sit on the stage and direct and choreograph. Like at Marion, yes. we used to have a little table on the stage where now we tend to either be in a rehearsal hall or out in the house. So what would you say led you to becoming the YAP coordinator? Um, well, Kelly Butler-Smith was the coordinator before me, and she and I are dear friends as well. And when I think you have a mother-daughter relationship, I can speak for this in personal, uh, Naya, my daughter, learns best from other people, not from me. And her daughter was going to go through the college application process, and so she asked me to coach her daughter Hillary a little bit and she got into Florida State and so I think I did a good job nice. and um, Hillary's like crazy talented anyway so my job was super easy um, but we've just bonded over we've played a round of golf together before she's just an amazing human being and so she recommended me knowing that I love this age I love those thirsty young artist age that really like to take this seriously mm-hmm. and uh, she also knew all my Broadway connections to being on Broadway and national tours and things so she knew that I could possibly bring in um, some people for master classes which is part of what the program is so she thought i would be ideal for it and uh, she convinced michael to, to agree <laughs> it was a, it was hard it's a tough sell really but, leaning towards no to get me to hire <laughs> and buck to do back to do anything it's, it's rough those of you who do She's not if you, those of you who do not know and i can't imagine how you don't know but if you don't know Anne and I are work spouses. Like we yes. are effectively attached at the hip here yes. at Civic Theater. Some years more than others. True. Some times of years more than others. It's true. But. It's true. But we don't like it when we're not working together. Let's no. just put it that way. Mm-mm. We've also played several rounds of golf together Correct. as well. So. Correct. <laughs> yep. And yeah. they're going to teach me. I'm just putting it on the mm. podcast. Oh, yeah. So, so now it's official. It's, it, it's on the public it's record. It's out there. <laughs> on the public record yes yeah and my first time to the indianapolis 500 was with michael leslie and marnie lemons i feel quite blessed to have earned that ticket because i won't let it go now now you're now you're (laughs) hooked now you're a regular yeah but i'd never been they introduced me it's Mm -hmm. an exciting day so why don't you go ahead and give us an overview of the yap program sure our young artists program otherwise known as yap is a year-round program and we schedule kind of one-off master classes and workshops with either local area artists or we've brought in people from national tours and broadway before but the high school artist is also one that is extremely busy so mm-hmm. we tend not to do like an eight to ten week class for them. We do like one offs. So they're always really great to look at on our website and keep constantly looking at that website to see when new ones come up, come about. Sometimes on Saturday afternoons, sometimes on Sunday afternoons or on the evenings, just again, because that high school artist is always so busy. And then in the summer, we get to play a little extra and spend more time together. We do a main stage show every summer. That's usually towards the end of July, first week of August. And that's been just 
a highlight for me. I haven't directed everyone, but I've definitely been around for the past, what is it? I kind of forget. Is it five years? Uh, Not well, we including kinda, COVID? There's, there, there's the, well, there is the COVID, so... <laughs> a Grease, what? a Chorus Line. Grease, a Chorus Line. A guys and Dolls. So you did Guys and Dolls, too, yes. Uh-huh. So this would be the fifth year, but this the fourth show. Correct. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, so we do a main stage show every year, which is great. It's it's literally kids from all over central Indiana, and some of them mm-hmm. have done the program now three and four years with me, and so it's nice to see them, like, all come back, and they all have, like, these best friendships from all over central Indiana, so not mm-hmm. just their own school, which is really, really cool. And then I also started a few years ago an additional show for either the... The artist that wants to, their family wants to go away in July and doesn't want to be committed for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I started um, a cabaret that we call Brent Marty and I deemed review exclamation point and it's always it just takes up the month of june but it's a Mm -hmm. completely different art form to the main stage proscenium book show that has lines and things and you're playing characters this you just play yourself we uh give them a set of questions and we kind of build the show from the cast that is that is developed and it's really really cool the art of cabaret is really popular right now tons of famous people down to someone just out of college or something are, are building these cabaret shows is one person shows three people shows so it's been really great for them to learn a completely different art form and learn how to talk about themselves and the right. stories of their lives and uh, sing and be looking right directly to people in our much mm-hmm. more intimate setting we've been doing it at um the why can't studio I think of the name? The studio theater. I was thinking, yeah, I'm like, why can't I think of the name which of the theater? Is, which the is one intimate, in our building. Which is yeah. intimate, but not even close to the most intimate space the show started in. Yes, was that Kingston's? Was tiny, tiny little tiny, space. Tiny, tiny like little get, like, space. like 45 people in that we room. We did. Oh my goodness. We did. So. And then the cat. And then the cat, which was a little studio. bit bigger in the studio. And then the studio is, theater. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So it's been really great. And and the students that have all done it are amazed. And the main stage people always go watch the review show and it's just like, oh my God, that's mm-hmm. so great. Yeah. So yeah, it's completely two different art forms, but it's cool to see that same age kind of learn both. So you mentioned the show at the end of the, of the month. So it's Saturday Night Fever. That's correct. This year, drum roll. (laughs) The first show to have a full house. So get the seventies are back, baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually selling crazy well. So people do not wait. If you don't have your tickets tickets. now, get them. I think it's yeah. Chorus Line a few years ago did extremely well and was practically sold out, and this is like beating that at this point. So get your tickets. Yeah, it's super exciting. They're doing a really good job i'm teaching high school kids about the 70s that they knew nothing about so um yeah well and now so. most of them are like oh my god i love disco yeah it's true yes and said, yeah. i'm sure said, they said wouldn't no, have touched said, that with a 10 foot said pole. no one in their 40s or 50s ever no uh, except in 1978 79 we might have said it then yeah, and Brett yeah. Marty is music directing, I'm directing and choreographing, and so both of us living through the 70s have tried to share all kinds of trivia with them, and yeah. sometimes they like it, sometimes they're like, oh, I have no idea what you're what talking, are you talking about. about? It's not nearly you, as exciting to me as it is to you. So, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Well, in addition to all of the crazy things you mentioned before that you do, you are also on the Broadway... I was. And I was. in Saturday Night Fever. I was. It was my first show on Broadway, 1999, Manhattan. 
um, Saturday Night Fever. It originated in London. Arlene Phillips directed and choreographed it. And fun fact, Arlene Phillips directed, I'm sorry, not directed, choreographed Annie, the movie, the original Annie movie. Oh. And so oh, cool. the role of Annette on our tour, I did it on Broadway and then the first national tour. And our Annette on tour was Aileen Quinn, who is that little redhead with all the freckles. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, of course, oh, a wig. Really? So literally when I met her, I was like, oh my gosh, it's the same person just with not the red hair. <laughs> like it was the exact same young face, all of the freckles singing, if wow. I can't have you. And I'm just wow. like, oh my God, it's something like you should be singing tomorrow. It's weird. You're like, no, 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 it's no, no. The sun will come out. That's, that's your line. The sun will come out. Yeah, she's a cool girl though. But yeah, so that was that connection. So yeah, Arlene Phillips. It originated in London and then they brought it to New York. And yeah, it did really well. The Minskoff is where it was originally. And it was, it's a huge theater. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that we played for two years in that theater right. is crazy because it's like three times the seats of like a St. Right. James or something. Yeah, it's so yeah. much smaller. Yeah. So, yeah, it did really well. I think it would probably would have run longer if they would have done the whole, let's change venues. Probably, but, yeah, it ran for yeah. two years, and then the national tour, the first national tour went out, and I with that we did that for about two years as well. What a lot of people don't know is that when you've been in a Broadway show, there's... <laughs> Aside from being paid to do it in the first place, there aren't a lot of perks, but one of them is... You get to do the original choreo. Amazing. So yeah, I'm, um, I've been... It's That's been a huge, huge highlight. I often will travel and do master classes and things and kind of touch on it a little bit, but it's been really fun to kind of do so much of the original staging. Um, the only thing that we haven't done are like the crazy lifts that like would take me four weeks to teach because they just take forever and they're intricate. And so we would fly, you know, fly girls into the air and catch them and so that I think like everyone in the room was just fine yeah. with me not yeah. adding that no. piece yeah. of the choreography. That seems like a terrible, terrible idea. Um, yeah. But they're doing such a good job and they're so thirsty and they're just, they're so exciting. Like we we just watch in rehearsals sometimes and even Brent's like, oh! Like he just gets so excited oh, yes. by like the energy <laughs> in the room. I love it when Brent Marty gets worked up. It's true. <laughs> the show did the show did leave the Wright's house for a little while, and then they they kind of changed it a little bit. So there's some additional songs that wasn't in, that wasn't in it when I did it, and a little bit of like added dialogue and things like that. But for the most part, it's pretty close. Yeah, for for those of you who don't know sort of this side of the business, uh, when we get a show, when we're licensed to do a show, oftentimes there are minor changes yeah. in, in things, you know, uh, you know, change in orchestration, change in how a song ends, some dialogue changes, a character name might change, something the author wanted to do or the producer wanted to do after the fact. Uh, this one, has, <laughs> this one has been become almost unrecognizable in some in some forms. ways yes de <laughs> definitely there's a character of pauline that she's just kind of someone that you heard about and you always heard the name and you heard bobby reference pauline but now you actually like see a see. physical body play oh. pauline that was never the case right. i didn't know she just didn't exist no no oh. no um, I don't think that you actually see her in the movie no, either. So the first screen, rendition yeah. was very much so the movie made onto the stage. And then they were like, okay, well, this worked, this didn't work, this worked, this didn't work, so let's change it. I will say in our production, I'm really I'm really pleased. We, it's, it's much brighter. The movie is very dark. It's very adult. And I will say that this is much more family friendly. It's definitely got a few adult themes, but the language is great. The, yeah. The high energy dancing is great, and um, some of the uh, racial things have kind of been lifted, and it's more about just owning your own turf at the disco. So um, it's really great. It's really great for this age. They're learning a lot for our educational yap program. 
So awesome. um, you're also going to be in the show, I, I understand. Am. <laughs> I am. Uh, someone passed me the other day in Kroger, and they were like, hey, how are you? And I was like, great. And they were like, we heard you're starring in Saturday Night Fever. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's no, be clear no, to no. everyone in the public. Is I am not starring, starring in Saturday Night Fever. No, no I am not. Um, every single one of those high school artists are the stars. My husband, Scott, and I met doing Saturday Night Fever. Uh, we met on the Broadway show, and then we went on tour. And I wasn't going to take the tour, but I was like, you know what? God, the show's so great. And I was going to start playing Stephanie on the tour, so I agreed to do it build up my resume even more with the show. And so uh, I continued to do the tour. And then we started dating like three quarters of the way into the tour. <laughs> yes, it took me that long. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm totally kidding. Uh, but yeah, we were really great friends for the, long, uh, the longest time. So it was, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, relationships are always stronger when you start with friendship, right? Mm -hmm. so, yep. um, so yeah, it was great. So we are both in this production and we are playing Flo and Frank Monero, who are Tony's parents. And it's like literally two very, very short scenes. You will blink and they will be over, but we are there. <laughs> Um, and it's been really fun. A lot of the kids have been saying how excited they are that they just, you know, get to say that they did it with original cast members. So that's really great. Mm -hmm. That's um, very cool for them. Yeah, it is. It is. But no, I'm not starring in the show. No. I'm in it for like three and minutes. Next is Saturday Night <laughs> So not true. So, of course, we mentioned it earlier and, uh, you know, we... We weren't able to do anything. This show was originally scheduled for a year ago, uh -huh. and we were not able to do it. So how has that been mm -hmm. to be able to get back into doing this uh, oh, it's a been, year later? It's been amazing, and just seeing seeing their faces come in every day, and I'm like, I literally, it takes me and our stage manager uh, probably two and a half minutes to quiet them down because they just are so excited to be there. And it's just been great. It's been great to not have to worry the fact that they're all vaccinated makes them all like really comfortable around yeah. each other and it's not there's just no one has that worry and knock on wood everyone's been been super healthy and super great and it's just been this high energy like I so look forward to coming to the theater every day because those faces looking back at me like just can't wait and I can't wait to take mm -hmm. all their masks off and see them all yeah. we, even more so we've, we've taken all them the off a little of bit yes yeah so we were also able to bring back a handful of our students that graduated a yes. year ago and could. So That's they been so really their cool. opportunity was taken away from them last summer, but we mm -hmm. we've been able to restore that to at least a few of them. That's been really cool. Yeah, there's a handful of kids that or young people. I don't. They're not kids anymore. But there's been a handful of people that wanted to audition for the show last year. And they were about to be freshmen in college. And so, yeah, there was a good five or six that had done shows for not just once, but like two and three and four. This would have been their fourth one. And so we reached out to them and we were like, if you want to audition, you totally can come back. And so they did. And um, yeah, we've got an IU, a Ball State, an Otterbein. Um, so, yeah, it's been really cool. We, I think we have five um, people that have just finished their first year of college. It's got to be um, add an interesting level of, of experience to the cast to the high school kids. It that definitely do work does. With. And it's kind of the way the program works. Like those 
incoming freshmen kind of always learn the way of like because it's a pre-professional program so mm-hmm. we are reaching out to them not the parents we are making sure they're accountable for being off book and their lines and making sure that they're there on time and they actually sign in and so it's a it's it's a great little learning tool of like the energy that's on stage those those younger students are learning from those older ones and it's kind of how the the show works but it's just been awesome it's been really great to have that older clan there well if you want to see saturday night fever with national treasure and beck not starring but still there (laughs) it runs july 29th through august 1st and tickets are going fast so make sure you go online to civictheater.org or call the box office and you can get tickets for yourself. Don't wait. Don't wait, show. people. Don't Do not wait. wait. Pick your seats. You'll regret it. Yeah. If you wait, you you'll regret it. You can sit next to other people. True. You can bring a group of 12. Yeah. Or more. Or more. <laughs> and if you <laughs> want to do that, you should group. contact our group sales manager, Christine, at yeah. civictheater.org. And yeah, she get will a get deal. you hooked up. Mm-hmm. She'll cut you a great deal. She'll she cut will. And Beck, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. for sharing you. everything you, you're doing with And thank you for my mug. You get a oh, mug when you get a mug is to do cool. this, people. So you should all want you should all want to be on the podcast so you get a mug. It's awesome. It's a really cute mug. very warm. All right, in keeping with the tradition that has been long established over the first seven episodes. (laughs) I've listened to every episode, unlike some other people, but I have listened to every episode, and now I'm blanking on some of the questions. It's time Uh for the Fast Five. All right, first one. We need some music for that. Fast Five. Make it portrait. I was going to say, that's the one we get Brent to go like, Fast five. Yeah, maybe. He could write something. It's fast five. Ding. Go ahead. Try it again. I'll do it. Go ahead. All right. All right. It's, uh, time, it's for time for it. the fast five. It's fast five. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> we don't need anything else. We don't need anything else. We don't need anything else. <laughs> nope. Kind of. That's it. That's, that's the one. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm ready. First I think. question. What's your favorite show? My favorite like musical or show show friends i didn't get musical from that leave it (laughs) open-ended great friends least favorite least favorite show Mm -hmm. phantom you too yes real quiet people but it's phantom because i know tessa likes it (laughs) wait and who said that who said that yeah. last week? So, uh, uh, Ellie. Ellie, I think. So Ellie, Ellie said that like too. She I don't dislike the show. Like, I have so many friends that have done that show, but it's just, I don't get why it runs longer and continues over other things that I think are genius like be, and like then the close. Like the fact that it outran chorus line? Yeah, so I get yeah. mad at it because yeah, there's uh. other things that close that I feel like shouldn't, and then that's still but there. So. I think that that's why. What role would you love to play, but at this point in your life, you are wildly inappropriate for? Uh, Mimi and Rent. I'm old. Alrighty, what is your favorite sound? <laughs> that's hilarious. I don't think we need any explanation of that. I just think that we just leave that right there. Maybe what inspired that? No. 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 Okay. No. I'm gonna no. leave that one at the fast five. No, no explanation. Nope. Nope. Needed. I think that's fine. All right, moving on. If you didn't, that was for my daughter. If you didn't work, <laughs> if you didn't work in the arts, what else would you do? Interior design. Mm. 
That's something. I can see that. One of my yeah. several things that. that I wanted to do, and it's still kind of creative, and you get to like put stuff where you want to, and it's mm. still visual yeah. and colorful, mm. and yeah. or not, but mm. yeah, I, I like think, it. I think that would definitely be. All right, it's time, people. Brace yourselves. Gird your loins. Yes. Bonus question. And if you are someone who is not comfortable with language, turn off. That is inappropriate. Shut it down right now. Shut it down. You won't miss anything after this. Or fast forward through to our next set of guests. Just shut it down. What's your favorite curse word? Can I say two? You can. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like a compound word, which yeah. they're not really bad individually. They're not really bad together. Sure. Easily, but I say them all the time. Yes. Crap ass and shit balls. Crap ass and shit balls. <laughs> Crap ass. Crap like ass. It. Yeah. It's not really yes. that bad, but I say it all the time. Sure, sure. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And like something goes wrong or you hit your head like shit balls. It just comes out. Those are my nice. two. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> and Beck, thank you for joining us. And thank you for... Crap ass and shit balls. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. Thank thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. We're very pleased to invite our next guests for this episode, Emily Krizanowski and Damon Anderson from the cast of Saturday Night Fever. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> So your first podcast? This is my first. Your first? <laughs> this is my first that I've been on. Wow. I've listened to a few. A few? Just a few? Yeah. Just a few. I think you're not telling the truth. I think you've listened to more than a few. I, I think I've listened to all the civic ones. Well, there's that. <laughs> and, and that's it. Only the Just the civic ones. ones. Mm-hmm. On no, no other podcasts. <laughs> Damon, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you, where, where are you from? Where do you go to school? Um, I live in Fortville, Indiana. I go to Mount Vernon High School. Right. I'm going to be a senior next year. Excellent. I've been doing theater for a while. This will be my seventh show. That's pretty awesome. good. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. What, what was your first show? 42nd Street. 42nd Street. All <laughs> yeah. right. Hey, we're doing that in a year. I know. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's convenient. Yeah. What are the odds? My first and last show as a high schooler. That'd be all right, oh, wouldn't it? Yeah. Nice bookends. Like book I, like, yeah. I love bookends. That's my favorite thing. Yes. So, Emily, where did you go to high school? Um, I just graduated from Carmel High School. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Oh, Carmel. <laughs> yes. Yep. So. Nice and local. And then college. Yeah. What are the plans there? <laughs> I will be attending Ball State University next year as a sure, musical sure. theater. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> as a musical theater major. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. Glad to see you keep going and. Oh, yeah. Music and everything. That'll be great. You're going to have a great time. Yes. No, I hate theater. (laughs) Great time. Um, How did each of you get involved with Civic? So we can go ahead and start with Damon. This is your first Civic show, right? Yes, this is my first Civic show. I'm super excited. excited. I was told, like, when we did, when you guys auditioned for Saturday Night Fever the first time to audition, and I was Mm. like, I don't know, and I didn't, and then... The big thing happened, and wait, what? Something happened? What? Yeah, what? What? I don't know something. What thing happened? It's like a pandemic or something. Yeah. Uh, the world shut down. How you say that? Right? Just changed a so. few things in yeah. life. And yeah. So, so then I would for this show, uh, Liam Bass was like, "Hey, you should audition." Oh, uh, like, okay. Liam Bass. Mm-hmm. So I auditioned, and I was the audition process was very not super different, but it was just it was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just it's been really amazing so far and then emily i mean 
even I, I've only been here a few months and I knew that you had been here for a really long time. <laughs> for so, she basically, up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird because it feels like it's been forever, but I only did my first show here when I was a freshman. Right. Which, oh. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's so many people who have done it since like they were eight, you know, doing the junior civic camp. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it does feel like I've been here a long time just because I've packed so many shows in the four yeah. years. So that Annie I, was, your, was your freshman year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Annie was my first show. And then I did Joseph. That was mm-hmm. the same um, year. Yep. And then Wait, Nate, were you in one? the kids chorus? I was in the kids chorus <laughs> as a freshman in no. high school. Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. Played, she played an orphan like two months early. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That picture that <laughs> yeah. was at Emily's graduation party. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. I saw that Annie picture. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so Sarah. small. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first show. That that show was amazing because the you know the whole process was full. You know the whole cast was adults except for the the orphans. The we orphans. got very close, and it was just oh yeah, it was amazing. It's a pretty yeah. good group of kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We still all like talk and yeah. It's great. Good. Yeah. And then right before, of course, you're about to do Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Um, but right before you did Light on the Horizon, right? Yep. Just a few months ago. Yeah, Light on the Horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really fun one. It was. That was I, very cool. Yeah. So I done like some like cabaret stuff, but nothing like this. You know, grand of a production, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, with cabaret, so like Holiday Lights and Light on the Horizon were my first experiences with that, and it was a really great experience because I feel like now I. You know, even like going into college and like professional world, like it's so nice being able to know how to do that. So, yeah. And yes. all written by Michael. Yes. James. That guy. Last Who's that? He's the worst. <laughs> don't, don't Original material. <laughs> Lord. So, Saturday Night Fever. Fun, yeah. Huh? It's fun. Very fun. Yeah. yeah. Fun. <laughs> Having a good time. Super Having fun. a good time. Oh, right. oh my god. Did you know anything about disco before this started? No. Yes. <laughs> you did. Yeah. All right. I did. Okay. A, mixed, a mixed answer. Yeah. Mixed answer. I like that. My parents did a really great job, like educating me with all sorts of music. So I listened to. Oh, nice. You know, like all music, 50s, 60s, 70s, all through the decades, and also like opera, classical, right. just like everything. So. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. I had a good, a good, yeah. So I. Had had a good understanding right, of like so the BGs. Now we know that yeah. Damon's parents have failed. Huh? Yeah. I've heard all those things too. I just didn't know about disco. So come on, disco is a, disco is a huge thing. I've heard the BGs and I know I know the songs. That's I good. just like I don't like I didn't sit down in my up until my 17th year and yes. be like, you know what? I'm gonna um I'm gonna learn some disco in my free time. That wasn't on my mind. <laughs> All right. Now I get that. Now I am. I mean, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the question. Like, disco tends to be a very polarizing style of music. You either love it or Mm -hmm. you hate it. Love it or hate it, Damon. I love it. Excellent. (laughs) Emily? Oh, I love it. Good. Good. All good. These are good things to say. You don't want to say hate it, but we're trying to sell tickets to your show. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Why was I cut from this number? Oh. So tell us what <laughs> roles you're playing. Tell us about your roles. I'm playing Tony Monero. He's very cocky and a just not a great guy. But then he, we find out that he's very emotional and hurt throughout the show. Yeah, yeah. complicated. Yeah, complicated. Deep. Just wants something more out of life. Fair. This was the John Travolta role, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. for you, those of you are listening, this is... 
Damon is John Travolta, right? Basically, right? So my hair is yeah. not slicked all the way back yet. Yeah, yet. <laughs> yet. The there. Yes. Emily, um, I'm playing Annette, and um, uh, uh, that's a name, not a uh, thing you catch fish with. No. Look, as look as Anne, so clever. As right. Anne, <laughs> as Anne Beck has mentioned to me many times. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't sound like you just came up oh, with I that. Oh, I did like, Everybody's been telling me that. Like, Thanks for the clarification. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing a net. A net. Tell us about Annette. Okay, so Annette is in a love triangle with Tony Ooh. Monero like and Stephanie are. Mangano, mm-hmm. of course. Annette is very much a insecure person. So she looks anywhere that she can for for you know reassurance and love and acceptance, mm-hmm. and so she's good friends with all of the faces, but Tony has specifically caught her eye. So she's trying to win him, although he doesn't like her that much, that that way mm-hmm. back at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tony's the worst. Tony's the worst. But you should still buy a ticket to Kansas. Well, you should still buy yeah, tickets because still show up. Definitely buy tickets. Yeah, it's still. <laughs> Rich with history. One hundred percent of history. So how are rehearsals going? I've seen some of the videos and I've stopped into one really quick and you guys are working hard. I cannot imagine with all the rehearsals you have, the crazy dancing you're constantly doing. So tell us about that process. There's a lot of dancing and singing and talking. A lot of talking. (laughs) This is the this is the most talking I've ever had in a show before, mm-hmm. oh. and so it all has to be like, I wouldn't say precise, but like it just needs to flow a lot, mm-hmm. or the show will be like three and a half hours long. So <laughs> we don't, yeah. want that. and we do not maybe, want that. Maybe not that because mm-hmm. we want them to buy more tickets after they buy their Saturday Night Fever tickets. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. is the goal. Yes, and That's the dancing kind of important. is just like <laughs> it's it's so fun and fluid. And I had this big problem my entire high school career where I was very stiff at dancing. And now mm-hmm. I don't have the choice. I have to not be <laughs> stiff while dancing. So it's... Yeah. This is definitely awesome. not not choreography that goes along well with being stiff. No, it you does know, not. You have to be, you have to be super fun. Though. Yeah, it is. And I've, yeah. Seen a lot, I've seen a lot of the videos and some of the rehearsals yeah. as well. So yeah. it's really cool. It looks really good. We talked to Anne earlier. And we know that since she was... An original member of the Broadway cast, you guys can do the choreography from the Broadway show. Yeah. So how's that aspect in getting to do that choreography specifically? It's it's so like special. Mm-hmm. It just like I, I don't know how to explain it. The knowing that like someone choreographed this and it's like, oh okay, at other high school productions, and then it's like this is what they did on Broadway. Like I mm-hmm. am doing something that a professional who got paid money to do this, I'm doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it's just amazing to know that one, we can do that, and mm-hmm. two, that just like that it's it's, it's a thing that's happening. Thank yeah. you, mm-hmm. thank you both for being here. <laughs> oh, good answers. Yeah. Except we do have the Fast Five. Yeah. Fast Five. <laughs> what is your favorite show? Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, oh. very quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, like All right. I've been asked that question a lot of times. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well. Being the indecisive person I am, I would have to say <laughs> falsettos. All right, so on the other side, least favorite show. Dear Evan Hansen. I controversial. Don't mm, care. But I also understand. <laughs> I do care. I might have to agree with that. That 
It's fun. Yeah. I, I personally have not seen it. Some I've only music, heard some of the music, so I... I some of the music is... Yeah. Is I, I like I like it. Yeah, but I just like this. the music separate from the show. Yes, yeah. I the, agree. I like the music. I do not like the show. I, I agree. What role would you love to play, but at this point you are completely inappropriate for? Mm. Um, the witch from Into the Woods. Ooh, excellent choice. Yes. I like yes. that. Yes, she's mm. fun. Yes, I would say Kim and Miss Saigon. A good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Nancy and Oliver. I can play that in the future, hopefully, when I'm older. What about your favorite sound? My favorite <laughs> sound? I have an answer. That was a great oh. face. <laughs> um, like either like whale sounds or like ocean ambiance. When the boys sing "Dog Eat Dog" in rehearsal, <laughs> it's so. I good. mean, I'm not even joking. It's so when good. they sing that for the first time, Damon and I were sitting in front of each, sitting next to each other in front. We grabbed each other, lost our mind, and lost our mind. Like huh? so good. Huh. If you weren't going to study theater, what else would you want to do? And I don't know what you're doing to study beyond this, but I'm planning, planning that. Studying so, if, so if arts wasn't the career that you were going to pursue or the education you were going to pursue, what else would be the thing that you would want to do? Uh, like marine biology or like like hmm. anything that involves like nature. I'm just like in awe of it. And so I want to like be there. Awesome. Um, I mean, I'd love to teach. Um, that's more like, I mean, I, that goes along with like, theater like teaching elementary school kids or teaching theater like that goes along with that but i almost went into nursing amazing damon emily thank you it's been a great time thank you thank you so much yeah thank you what a good show we had today yes all sorts of disco and weird sounds from ann beck weird sounds from ann beck yes that'll be the highlight yes it will be oh it's so good So be sure to get your tickets for Saturday Night Fever. I know everybody thinks mm-hmm. it's the summer and I got all these things going on. I'll just, I'll get them eventually. I get, don't wait, nope. people. Don't, don't do wait. It. We have, we have sold, uh, I think we've sold almost 40% of the available seats. Mm-hmm. This goes fast. Once it starts selling, it goes fast. Get to civictheater.org and check it out. Get your tickets. And if you don't want to go online to buy your tickets, you can buy them by calling the box office at 317-843-3800. We're also getting ready for our break after this show yes. is over. We will shut down for oh, a whole week. Oh, are you talking about this episode of the podcast? I'm like, it's no. not that soon. No, no, no Saturday no. Great Fever. Civic, <laughs> civic Summer Break. It's not the Great Civic Shutdown. It's the Civic it's, Summer Break. It's the Great Civic Shutdown. You're outnumbered. I suppose that's true. Um, anyway, we'll be out of the office that second mm-hmm. week of full week of August. So uh, don't try and get us because we won't respond. You are listening to us right now. But if you want to refer a friend, you can find us on any of the major podcast platforms. If you <laughs> like what you hear, please go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating for us and say how much you love us. And yes. people, people will get it in their in their little feeds as a suggestion. And yeah, then we'll get more people listening to are. us. That's all we want to hear. That's all we want to hear is how good we are. <laughs> I'm Michael. And I'm Tessa. And this is Civically Speaking. Speaking.